0: This is the Winning Plays Podcast on the CLNS Media Network, the leading online provider for the NBA's winningest franchise. Winning Plays Podcast, back yet again. Chris Forsberg of NBC Sports Boston, back yet again. And Chris, we were, I don't know, it was four minutes away from, I guess, me having to do a huge me a couple when I said, oh, the Celtics will never lose three games this season in a row, <laughs> so, like in last... I- last podcast can i can
1: i can i call you guys out first i, I listened Please. to you and ryan and like what like absolutely we should have known it, as soon as you guys said it what you guys were as delirious as everybody on the three and oh like feeling good about this team and you're like there's no way this road trip can go bad like they could lose all three but that would never happen and then immediately <laughs> just the worst stretch of the Celtics season uh followed by a miraculous uh finish to just to, to preserve some of the good vibes I, i'm wondering though I want i want to start there because like I'm eager to because I walked away from that game with mixed emotions, you know, like how could you not? Right. Well, I mean, again, it's a roller coaster. So you, it, but on one hand, I really want to celebrate them pulling their head out their ass, which is like an accomplishment for this team, which sometimes does, hasn't been able to do that. On the other hand, they put themselves in this position by, again, just being kind of absent minded and showing bad habits. What, like what was your balance? Were you more ha- more positive than negative or were you like me and really
0: conflicted? Uh, yeah, you have to go more towards the positive at the end of it because I just think it was such a sure ridiculous comeback, Mm -hmm. and given and it was like the six game the back to back situation, and that's Mm -hmm. a whole other thing we can get into. But like to to pull that out of their ass at that point of the trip when it looked like they were staring at a six hour long flight home that would probably have been absolutely miserable, miserable. The Um, opposite of
1: that Kyrie flight when Kyrie. Convinced everyone in 2019 or whatever know, it was, right? they, they, they fixed everything. Coming home, it would have been trying to like r- repair everything and get everybody back on the same
0: page with Marcus Smart throwing tables and chairs or something. I'll never forget that. How much of weight way is that? And like, what was different about the trip? Oh, Kyrie started talking to people. Like, that was like, that was the big thing. Like, oh yeah, Kyrie, like, you know, he, he tried to be part of the team for I, like, a I weeks. fell for it.
1: I talked to Al Horford that I'll never forget that day because like Al was glowing. Like and yeah. I don't know if it was just Al felt the same way we did. Like oh my god, this guy's actually talking to people. Like this could actually save our season. And they kind of fooled themselves into believing it. Uh, but and yeah, that's all I could think. I I kept thinking that on the West Coast too when we were out in San Francisco. That was one of the spots where Kyrie grumped his way through. Like you know what his future was going to be. I think pet had uh, had quizzed them in one of those stops. Oh, yeah, along the practices. The way. Yep, yep. Yeah, and so it, it, it like it was, all these memories were rushing back, and yet you kind of in it, 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 to, to bring this conversation full circle, you got to kind of remind yourself sometimes they're in a really good spot, regardless of minor lapses like this. And yet again, like this team, I've said it probably five or six times this year. There are games they've won that I, they wouldn't have won last year. They wouldn't have won, you know, in, in any recent year. And so uh, I try not to get too despondent, but I just hold this team to a high level now. And even coming back four and two, I was like, ah, eh, yearning for a, just a little bit more based on, you know, the end of
0: the trip. I think that's fair, and I think that's when you're, and if you're putting them on a tier of like above everyone else in the NBA, I think they kind of showed on this trip like they're not on that tier. Like they're 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 in a top tier league, but there's like they're not they haven't sep- separated yeah. themselves from the Bucks or maybe the the best team in the West, like the Nuggets at full strength. Whoever you think is you know the top of the class at West, and I think that was that became apparent here. What what encouraged me about the comeback and and where I give them a little bit of slack, um as far as the trip goes, is like number one. They were due for this. They were due sure. for a couple real duds in the row. Like they hadn't played like crap in you know two games all year period. Much less like two games in a row. So this was this was the time where I was gonna. Happen. We probably should again make a couple. Like I probably should have seen that coming.
1: But what if I said they would have gone three and three on the trip, but they would have like smoked Golden State. They did the Golden State what they did the Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'd feel better about the trip as a whole, and yet it's like weird to say that, right? It's just, it is. just we really put so much emphasis onto that one game that I I probably fixate on that too much. It was just it was, from the opening minute, it was like so jarring to almost have flashbacks and it felt like Hauser and Cornette were overwhelmed in the magnitude of that moment that everybody else was way too tight and they could just never get it. And it was, you could just feel like the warriors were like, yep, took them down a peg and just like kind of reminded them, like what it takes to be a championship team. And so it doesn't change my out view of what this like Celtics season should be. They're still championship contenders. It's just not quite as steamroller of a team that like we had started, sort of started to build this up to. Uh, And obviously, as you said, there's all little caveats. If they had had Rob, if Al didn't get COVID again for the millionth time, like there's all these little things. And yet uh, I, I, even without that, I think they should have could have shown themselves better in those two games
0: fair and where i guess i look at the like the warriors situation I me mean, like i think about that less because i just look at them right now and being like what are the odds the warriors are going to get back to the finals right now period i think because it's like i'm, you I'm, I'm telling you i really do i really they do a, the, they're like two and 14 on the road the, the west is a mess like I,
1: none of those teams like when you watch phoenix do you say oh that's a finals team oh no
0: i have no idea who's going to i have exactly. no idea exactly so i just think the I, warriors odds are like you know Ten percent right now of getting out of yeah. that like mess.
1: I don't know. Cause they're going to play felt... three
0: series on the road. Like they're
1: going to I, no, no doubt, no doubt. And I'm, I'm, I'm not here. But I just feel like championship teams sort of go through this malaise at times, and like they had their preseason issue, and they've, they've been slow to kind of get themselves out of it, and they've got to figure out the Wiseman situation. But you're telling me they, tr- they trade Wiseman for like one good piece. Yeah, Wiggins comes back. Like all of a sudden they're as loaded as anyone in the Western Conference. They've had the pedigree. Steph is like end of the road. I'm, I'm, I am I'm want one more and just keep getting greedy and Clay figures it out. Like that team scares the hell out of me. And I still think the Celtics are a better team if they were to see him again. But I, I like for me, it has been this is going to be Celtics and Warriors part two at the end of the season. And I can't convince myself otherwise at this moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's true. They They do have there will be trades made there. And when they add some veteran experience to that bench that they need when guys like DiVincenzo and and yeah. Michael Green, like those guys are obviously have been flops. So maybe they're, maybe they are pulling the 2010, you know, Celtics card Celtics, where, exactly. you know, you just, you know, you ramp it into gear at the end of the year, you get the, the middle of the road seed and then you, you figure it out later. But, but that is dangerous.
1: Like, to be fair, dangerous, right? you know, dangerous. Yeah, like cause like there is good teams in the West and it, to forcing yourself, as you said, to go on the road when you haven't played well on the road at all is a daunting prospect i just i just don't i'm like no one in the west overwhelms me right now like i look i mean like you said denver denver's great and like they can bruise you i mean that that points in the paint the other night was like absurd (laughs) um but do i think do i think they don't have flaws do i think like the Celtics seem to play denver really well every time they play them so um like no one out west really overwhelms me it's just i think it's going to come down a lot of times it boils down to who's ready for that moment. And maybe Denver's ready now, more ready than they were before. But um, yeah, long way to go. Yeah. Long way to go. That's my long way of saying like, I just braced my mind for Celtics warriors part two since like the
0: start of the season. Let's take a quick break here and hear from our sponsor LinkedIn talent solutions. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be a hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available that's why I have to check out LinkedIn Jobs, since LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. I know personally, I've been on LinkedIn for years. It's been a great resource for me to both network and find about job opportunities as a young aspiring journalist. And that's something for you, if you're recruiting, you can use LinkedIn Jobs for very easily. You can just, It's very easy to make a post. You add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And it's simple tools like screening questions make it really easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. So with the year coming to an end here in the next couple of weeks, it's really important to finish the year strong. And you can do that by finding the right team member on LinkedIn Jobs, which is the number one overall in delivering quality hires versus other leading competitors on the market. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find those qualified candidates you want to talk to faster Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash winning. That's linkedin.com slash winning to post your job for free terms and conditions apply, but going back. to so like, let's go back to the big picture for the trip though. Sure. In terms of ups and downs. And I think you laid out the, the fair credit, like the, that should have been, I mean, the way they blew that game and, and the manner they blew that game or a the theme being blew that game against the Lakers brought up a lot of red flags from years past skeletons in the closet, if you will. Mm. Um, one thing I was encouraged by, again going back to the end of that game, was a couple things. One, Marcus Smart, like playmaking, unbelievable. Was it was like the perfect amount in term in the yep. sense of like we had he we, the steal that he got on LeBron and, and Westbrook, obviously a huge play at that point in the game. Got the the Lakers probably tightening up that point. But then, the three he made before Tatum hit the mm-hmm. you know like just. That's the kind of shots you want Marcus Smart taking in those situations where it's like you need him to take that shot willingly. If they're going, if LeBron is literally like, "Okay, go to the side, take that wide open shot," I'd love to give it to you. You have to make teams pay for that, but also not forcing it too much. Like at the other, and he was forcing it
1: early. He was, and so I, I I did this on for post up yesterday. There was like four things that really encouraged me about the end of that game. Like I thought Joe just kind of rotting it out and challenging his guys. As much as we all sit there and scream about timeouts. Like, I like that now. Like, I think you do. You have to put these guys in tough situations and be like, figure it out. Just figure it out. I like that. He put Cornette in there. Like that mic'd up. sneaky big like, move. Huge. Like, uh, and he had to pull Brogdon at that point. Brogdon wasn't good. And that was part of the reason smart was out there. But I think if Brogdon had been playing better, you maybe ride Brogdon in that case, but white was playing good. And they still went with smart. Now I think smart was three of 12, three turnovers, like he puked in the back at one point. <laughs> and yet Joe Mazzullo was like, that's the dude I need on the court in the final four minutes for really final eight minutes. And like, I respect that. Like you just know in those instances, smart for whatever reason is going to do something ludicrous and gives you the best chance of, of full on chaos. And he did. So from just like you said, I, the, the three was huge the uh i think it was he, him who drove and kicked to grant in overtime yep, yep. uh the steal like they're not like they, that comeback it you're, you're, you you it was hard to sell yourself on it until he stole that pass and then you're like eight three minutes to go okay this is possible and uh it just sort of snowballed from there and i thought everybody had a hand in it like i mean tatum will get all the glory because of that and that fadeaway, and right, rightfully so um but yeah i, I just thought really like as bad as the stretch was that preceded it, everything from the three and a half minute mark to through overtime was great. They like really played and pulled their head out of their butts. So um, yeah, I think it's completely fair to, to, to want to wanna like uh, rally around that. I thought Missoula who, you know, maybe didn't have his best moments uh, against Golden State, and not and, and again, I, it's, I don't know. I never know how much to come down on coaches because like your players are sucking in that instance. uh but man, he pressed all the right buttons down the stretch, and uh, he deserves a lot of credit for just. He's got some quirks, and he doesn't seem to care that we care about them. Like he's just gonna ride the timeout thing and chew his bubble gum and be Joe Missoula. and that that's worked.
0: It is, but the the the, the cornet tweak again is one Ooh. of the things like you ha- you haven't been tested. Like that's the stuff that I feel is like mm-hmm. separates you in the finals. Right? And emate got into some of that. I feel like much better in the second half last year, but he hasn't been tested in a lot of those situations where you have to make tough lineup choices and in big spots. But that was one where I was like, oh yeah, like what, you know, obviously going small wasn't working, but Blake and Luke oh, hadn't yeah, given yeah. them anything in that game. But I was like, well, you know what, Luke, that's a big body. That can kind of muck things up in the lane. They're killing us in the paint. Let's at least take that away. And it worked. And that's, I love, I love that mic'd up timeout where he's like,
1: uh okay guys so like the only thing the (laughs) only thing they can do is score in transition because we cannot stop the basketball (laughs) they're going to put seven foot two dude out there who has frankenstein frankenstein arms and like all of a sudden you're 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 right back in it so credit because i I do think that's tough you're when you've got a malcolm brogdon on your team and you want to play him and he's probably sitting there thinking why aren't i playing more crunch time minutes uh and Derek white like all these first round guys and then you, you go with luke cornett and like that takes some, a little bit of guts, even if it's obvious from a coaching standpoint. And uh no, I, I give him credit. He uh again, for me, it, it a lot of, of that job is is pushing the right buttons in the right moments. And I thought there were some unobvious decisions, not so obvious decisions, however, I should write that. Uh in and, and he made them like
0: sticking with smart, the Cornette, like it just it just all uh he he did a lot of the right things. The to go back to the negative, like the the transition defense during that run Oof. for the, I mean like good God. Like, and it I haven't, I haven't I, go back and look. Was a lot of those Jalen where just he just didn't get back for a few of those breakouts? I mean, I know that's like a, you know, an old bad hat for him yeah. at times, but that for that to happen, like, I feel like three or four times in like the span of 10 minutes was just like, yikes.
1: And, and again, I, I don't know what the balance is. Like, Jalen voiced it after and said it could, would have, been, might have been good to get a timeout there and just reaffirm. And I do think that, but I guess I, I like the balance. Like, you should know that you shouldn't need a timeout for Joe Mizzou to tell you. Stop letting them attack the basket every time. <laughs> so I, I I see the balance, and I think what I think what Missoula's bigger point overall with that is is there's just going to be times, whether it's in the finals or a key moment, where he can't hold your hand, and you know part of your growth has to be figuring it out in those situations. I'd rather they do it in November December than sit there and 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 need that coddling in in May and June. So uh, we'll see if it pays dividends. Just like, you know, this team does have a propensity to fall into bad habits. And so uh, try to get them all out of the way now.
0: All right. I have one other big question for you in regards to the trip and what we've learned from it. But first, we're going to hear from our <sighs> sponsor, bad Online, Remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL and bowl season to esports and the World Cup. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, game trends at BetOnline.com. Which features live betting, free contest, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. So head on over to betonline.ag to join, receive your 50% welcome bonus with that first deposit. Use the promo code COns50 to receive your rewards. Betonline, where the game starts. You can, right, check the,
1: you can check the odds on Joe Mazzulla. He is prohibited favorite for coach of the year.
0: We're probably right with J- Jason Tatum as MVP of the year. At this, this yeah. Point.
1: Which you is. know the other thing Can, can I uh, b- before you get you squeeze in your thing I just, Please. Want, b- just to put a bow on missoula he's gonna coach the all-star team that's crazy to me oh,
0: i didn't think about that yeah wow I mean,
1: unless they really fall apart on the homestand but you just can't see that coming so uh i think that's fascinating can you imagine him like uh where is it the, this year uh, it is in salt lake so did can come visit his old uh his old buddy and and give him a Say hello. Yeah, it's, it's wild. It's, uh, you know, in the Celtics, well, probably they two guys, but um, Missoula. And who knows? Because uh, I, I don't even know what the format is there. Are they still drafting teams and stupid? Yeah, they're uh, drafting
0: yeah. their captains. So to... there's a chance he
1: might not even coach Jalen and Jason, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. The real, real chance that one happened. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like, so it's I, I imagine you had already booked your trip to Salt Lake City for both. Uh,
1: as the much as I year. love Salt Lake City, uh, I will be in South Carolina for the all-star break. <laughs> so uh, I will, I will need a
0: vacation at that point. All right. Yeah, what was your one other hey, 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 big, big right question? There. So here's this is we were recording this on Thursday, December fifteenth, hmm. the quote unquote unofficial start of NBA trade season. Ooh. Did we learn anything in terms of Celtics needs or non needs from this trip Ooh. when you're when you're facing? And you know, with the caveats that they're down some bodies, but I think yep. there were some maybe some liabilities, some some weaknesses that re-emerged or didn't re-emerge over the course like did anything kind of stick out to you on that front as you watch these six games
1: do you want to just at sam hauser when you're when you're talking <laughs> no, about that? no I mean, come on. <laughs> no i'm um, sam h <laughs> uh you know like obviously the, the 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 little bit of a downturn in the bench production is is slightly concerning i, I like i'm not going to make a big deal of it I, I, I've, he- I've heard i've had a lot of people say to me like oh what happens if Hauser turns into a pumpkin. I don't think that's gonna happen. I think he's gonna be a little streaky at times and he's gonna ride the roller coaster. He's definitely gotta get better in bigger moments. Like he's gotta be, you know, and that's that's not fair because everyone's just gotta kind of navigate that. The guy barely saw the floor in the finals, except trash time. And now we're asking him to go into Golden State in the biggest game of the year and and you know, make shots. And uh so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna overreact. I think he's still been very good. The numbers haven't come like completely crashing down. But if you're if you're telling me like, do you think they need another wing? You know, I think we've been pretty consistent with that. I think you, you will look at that as the, uh, as the trade deadline comes. I don't necessarily think there's anyone I'm still not at a point yet where I'm like, I can see this team spending legitimate assets to add someone based on like right now, like if they had another injury, maybe, but like, I still think, I don't know who they're getting that necessarily slots ahead of anybody that's already on your roster. But, you know, the buyout market is the one that I think will end up dictating, you know, is there someone out there you can pay a little bit more with that, with that Gallo injury exception. Uh, but I'm, I get, I would say based on the trip, um, as long as Rob and Al, like as long as Rob comes back and and is just steadily progressing and doesn't have any setbacks. And as long as Al doesn't catch COVID four more times, then I'm confident that you have enough depth to to sort of navigate, especially, you know, I'm pretty confident about that because Luke's not going to play a lot and yet is still a serviceable big man and probably better than anything you can get on the market. So, yeah, I, I would say I'm still pretty confident in what they've got.
0: You feeling that way? No, I, 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 I kind of lean towards the other way of Hauser right now in terms of like, he, I think he's really? opening the, he's opening the door and I don't, I mean, he's shooting 27% from three in December he was due to come down mm-hmm. after his, you know, whirlwind start, but with the bright lights on, mm-hmm. it's or it's. I I don't want to go away from him necessarily. I think I want a, a veteran alternative to him, in terms of these games and uh, a kind of sneaky development here on this trip and and how much you want to put in now Horford's absence into this equation uh, is 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 curious to me. But in their last, no, on the road trip, they were seven twenty seventh in the NBA in offensive rating. So yep. the offense mm-hmm. is kind of crashing back lie. to earth a little bit on the flip side. The defense is was top five on the trip. So it's like, whether this is how much you read into this, we'll find out when, when we get, you know, through this homestand to see where yeah. they actually stay on this front. But I don't know, when you see Hauser and Cornette and, you know, Blake Griffin, when you play him you try to play him three games in a row, we've kind of, I mean, this is no surprise in terms of what these guys are. But to me, the, the fascinating question still is like, you get the extra insurance big. Versus, mm-hmm. do you go after a wing with like if you do make a trade on either of those fronts, that's not in the buyout market. And I'm, and I'm leaning more towards like try to find that you know veteran wing that isn't isn't going to be you don't want to have to play, but at least gives you an alternative to something sure. if like Hauser's confidence is is shot.
1: So I guess what will your balance be? Because I guess when I, the, I my my sort of start of the season checklist about what I thought maybe Brad Stevens could pursue would be a, like a defensive minded wing, someone who just even, even if his offense is streaky, you feel comfortable putting him out there and spelling Jason and Jalen for five extra minutes a game, or, you know, like, but a, a body that you would be comfortable putting out there who could defend in a playoff series. Like that would be sort of my benchmark for what I'm looking for. And then you have Hauser and maybe he figures it out and maybe he's just like better in those spots. And then you've got this guy who is either played a bunch of playoff games or at least knows the magnitude of the moments. Um, you know, I, i keep having people say oh go get jay crowder like we know that's not no. feasible so <laughs> you know set your set your bar a little bit lower and just give me someone who can defend for five minutes and take on uh andrew wiggins or whatever the case may be and, and take some of the pressure off the jays and i think that's fine by you know that would be fine if they could find that guy but that guy also has to understand he's just not going to play a lot
0: right and, and that, that, you know, that's a challenge there to like you having sure. to have that kind of buy-in but yeah i think you're like you're not going to get you're not going to wing. That's an upgrade on what Hauser can do when he's at you know close to his. Yeah, so it is. Sure. I think either, like you, you flip the other way. I'd be like, okay, in in the playoffs, if someone gets hurt or like we just someone gets into early foul trouble and we just need five minutes for someone to just grind it out, as you mentioned defensively, like who can we kind of get that fits that bill, and we'll see if that you know name develops in the next month or two. That's going to take real assets to get even a guy like that might be that you might even consider playing, right. given how tough it is to get anyone in the market within a reasonable price range but to me that that maybe sticks out more in terms of someone who could realistically play as opposed to being like okay if winner al or rob are out in the in the postseason series like the cornets a place where you're not gonna get any big that can really play against these teams regardless like a warriors type right. squad like those those guys are always gonna be in trouble there so you're probably better off getting someone who's a little more versatile
1: and you're probably better off figuring out what internally you do in that instance. Like you're Blake right. is great. Like, like we've said, one every seven days second night of a back-to-back when you just need them to fill minutes. But, you know, are you going small? Are you throwing Grant out there? Like, can you, is that a survivable lineup against a playoff caliber team? You know, and I don't know how you simulate that short of, you know, not having those guys on the second night of a back-to-back against Miami or something like that. But um, yeah, I'd like, I'd like, I'd like to feel better about that. Uh, and yet, it, I got to see it. I want to see what happens when you got Al, you got Rob, like what is what, like it just might be too much of a squeeze to, to, to justify using any sort of asset.
0: You brought him up. What's where's your Rob meter well, at? Is have you gotten the text yet? I feel I mean, like you're but, at the first notification. If,
1: if you're, if you're listening on the, uh, on the audio version, you don't see me grabbing my Robert Williams. <laughs> um, as, as I try to, to will him back, you know, let's uh, let me put him in the picture. So um, I will tell you the the best part of the trip was uh the excitement on that stupid practice in san francisco which i allowed myself to irrationally get excited for and part of it was like rob comes over we walk in he's just standing there and you can tell he's talking to the media relations people so he's going to do a, he's, he's gone through some portion of practice like w- the likelihood that he's going to get upgraded to at least something doubtful questionable whatever uh he comes over he can't stop smiling like you know rob smiles a lot but this was this was egregious and then missoula comes over and he can't Wipe the s eating grin off his face, so it's just clear that something is bubbling here. And then Rob starts going through three on three work, and you're like, eh, doesn't quite look like ready. And I mean, I'm irrational. I'm like, whatever, throw him out there. It's only ten minutes. That bracy has is massive. It is, but you way. know what? He I, and I asked him. I said, like, is is it cumbersome? And it's it's got some flex to it. It's not as like egregious as it looks, but clearly they're being very careful with uh with with what with this situation and i just think they got to the point where it was like he's not ready for this one he's not going to play in a back-to-back you know you're not going to throw him out there against ad yeah. um you know so i think they just decided to get the extra week i would be and like i'm going to totally jinx this because as we record this on thursday afternoon we haven't got the injury report but there's no practice today which we were actually hoping for uh so we could get a better idea of what's going on um but i i i would I would suspect he'll start – the upgrade will start this weekend. Like, I don't know if it'll be doubtful, if it'll be questionable. um, But I feel like – I feel like Friday – I've said all along I thought it was going to be 12-16. And just made sense about, like, I didn't know for sure he'd go out on the trip and ramp himself up. But I just felt like with a couple days before, that would be sort of the let's see where he's at and flip the switch. So I'm hoping for Friday. And I don't know how – if he plays, it's going to be 10 minutes. Um, You know, it's not going to be a lot. It's just going to probably be – I don't, I don't even think they, some people have said, do you bring him off the bench? I don't know. Like I I think it's better to just throw him in there. The starters were so good last year. Let's just see it. Let's see how it yeah. works. And um, you know, he's going to be protected in that instance. Doesn't have to do a whole lot. Uh, And you know, let's, let's see where it goes. And if, if look, if he plays Friday and you want to give him Sunday off, do it. Just, you know, you have the luxury here of, of really sort of, ramping him up on your on your schedule um but i don't see i don't see why if his wind which was probably the biggest issue that i saw out there and just kind of like comfort with landing and just you know little stuff um turn him loose let's let's get this thing going let me let me have my time lord fun i do that's feel my... like the,
0: the the magic is the perfect opponent for him right they have like a hundred they have a hundred bigs so it's like all right that's you know you're not gonna have to like work too hard in switches I... and stuff
1: yeah, go go guard Mobamba Mo for a few yeah. minutes, like you know, like yeah. I'm not worried about that. And and I just again, I just honestly, I just want to see it. And I think just having his presence is going to first off, it's going to give you a a necessary uh sort of momentum jolt, which sounds weird, but there, the the part of the trip and you know, especially that Clippers game, it felt like sometimes the Celtics were so good at the start of the year that. They maybe needed a little extra motivation. Now they were way too hyped for Golden State. But I think they just showed up for that Clippers game and sort of said, all right, we're going to bounce back. We're going to do this. And then the game came at them a little quicker than they expected, and Kawhi was much better. So I think sometimes you just need a little extra carrot, and I wonder if Rob, like seeing Rob back out there, if that doesn't energize you. And I don't know if you need that against the Magic, but um,
0: it's still going to help. And it's still we need just... it against the Magic. We need it. We need him. That storyline.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, because what else? What the hell else are we going to write about for the for for these games? Um, but no, I think I just think in general. Really, really, the, it, the one thing that I, as I, I will remind myself as uh, I obsess about like the minutia of the trip is they're coming back what are they 22 22 and and seven 22 and seven and they got a seven game homestand so there's a chance legitimate like let's say they go six and one uh 33 and eight like at the halfway point pretty damn good Nice, nice little 66 win pace for you there and uh you get to ramp up rob like there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic about where this thing could go and and also like there's another measuring stick game all right you you crapped your pants against golden state you know, didn't make us feel great about this team. Here comes Milwaukee. What do you got? And, um, you know, don't try to read too much into one game, but we'll read a ton into one game in, in that instance. And uh, we'll know more about this team as uh, as we emerge from Christmas.
0: Well, they're due for just a good br- Christmas starting.
1: Santa, just bring, me, just bring me Rob, please.
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> you, and you, I mean, his agent openly said, like, we expect him back by Christmas. So if like, if his agent is saying that publicly to, likes of Woj and like you have to think that this is like this is the week and you're not going to debut him on Christmas against Giannis no so no you're going to see and even before that like Gobert they played the Wolves on the 23rd oh that's right so I want not worry about putting year him year. out there against Gobert that's true I mean Gobert the, the Wolves, that's a 500 team right? I mean that's a whole nother. most
1: most over want to talk about two teams uh, the Magic God. and the Wolves were playing the the all the teams that have 94 bigs like uh you're gonna need Rob out there so hopefully uh just, just turn him loose let him do Rob things
0: It is. And so that will be to see how, and I think that's important for the team now too, from the perspective, once you do get him back, you can get the full perspective of, okay, what does this team look like with Rob this year? Like what, like where, where does he fit in best in terms of how we want to maneuver rotation minutes over the course of the game? How much do you want to play him and Al together? Is that your closing lineup or are you better off going small? Like a lot of that stuff is going to depend on the opponent, but the, the sooner Missoula gets into that, um, the better it is to yeah. you know plan and, things out.
1: And I would say like if you're Brad Stevens, you wanna if you're gonna if you're gonna make a move, like do your work early. And I don't know yeah. if you can, right? Like, you know, you if you're gonna bring someone in. I don't you know now I'm talking myself right out of it. It's like you no know, one they bring in on January 15th is gonna gonna move is gonna change the 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 ceiling for me. And you know, maybe you just sit there and be idle and I'm sorry if anyone's out there is really hoping they're gonna use this uh Wancho Bo Cruz uh <laughs> TPE, uh I just don't really see it happening unless there's some way to package Gallo and I you know, I just don't see it. So um I would say Buckle up and hope the buyout Scrap Heap is particularly robust because of the Wemban sweepstakes.
0: Yeah, it's going to be, I don't know, like, Wancho might be available. You could just trade for Wancho back. Oh, he's you, a very, like, you you just just the Wancho TP. Use the Wancho on himself. Who
1: Who would be the one Celtic player from, like, recent years that you'd want to reacquire for this team? Like, You're, my, my, playing, him, you're playing him Friday, bull, bull. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a fun one. Can, can, does that one does that bother you that they just sort of moved on
0: no I, I mean they got out of the trade they had to get out of the luxury tax so like yeah. I think that that was a move that like you're going to stay in a luxury tax for bull bull like come on like let's but at the same time <laughs> it's also like well yeah now he's like it, w- it would have been fun to take a fly- flyer on him for that like purposes but yeah, you can't given where they are right now I don't think there's anyone you can really be like oh my god they should have yeah, for sure of Max Struce or whatever and even him is kind of falling right. back to earth right now who, who uh, but,
1: but yeah, no, I, that, that's the way I, I look at it, too. Every time someone brings up Bol Bol and gets mad about it, I'm like, I mean, the, the people. I hope people understand how close to the luxury tax they were and that they were going to eat it if they won the finals. But, you know, even by not getting by getting just by just getting to the finals and Jalen's escalators, they were right up against it. So you had no yeah. room for for bowl. Um, And I'm perfectly fine with that. Like, you know, if you're looking at the long term vision, like the, the money saved from not carrying bulbul probably outweighed the potential that he was going to be any sort of contributor here. Uh and so that's my justification for the number crunchers and and being a little being being uh letting him letting him go. Uh but yeah I, I, I like the one dude I would want to reacquire. I mean we always joke about Tice because like it just feels like <laughs> Tice, Tice should come back at some point. Um has Malik he played Fitz, this year? I don't think so. I didn't think they, they announced at the start of the year that he was going to be yeah. like shut down and that and with a great excuse to was like he is worn out from the German national team and like they need to they need to ramp him up appropriately. Uh, and now they're good. So uh, maybe they should uh, get him going. I, I need to check those box scores. See, see what he's up to. Uh, maybe uh, Indies comes to town at some point, right? Like we had a uh, this week. Hope, that's right. Yes, yeah, so we get we'll, we'll find out for, for sure what's going on with uh, with Daniel Tyson and Aaron Neesmith. That'll be that'll be a fun little uh, revisit. Uh I would say and, and then uh, is Malik Fitz still on their roster.
0: Uh I don't know where Malik Fitz is in I feel like he's there guitaring no, somewhere. No, he's he's I think he must be in the G League overseas. He, he they definitely waived him. Um so and- uh he would be the dude. Cause like, if uh, I just need
1: good end of the bench presences right now. And uh, I think Luke Cornett, it was funny. We were doing a one-on-one with Luke Cornett in, uh, in, in San Francisco and a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of guys obviously, you know, reprocessing the emotions of the finals. And a lot of guys were like, Oh yeah. You know, Rob said he's pissed and Jalen's upset. Like, you know, there's all this motivation because of what happened against, against the Warriors. And I asked Luke, I was like, what's it like being back in San Francisco? He's like, you know, I miss I miss Malik So I texted him. And <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's such a human thing. Like right? they, those guys that end of the bench group, they kind of traveled everywhere together and and were just part of the run and they knew they weren't playing. Eme wasn't going past eight on any given night. And, uh, and uh yeah, so they uh they, they he said they had a big text thread going of of all the former uh end of the bench guys. Like I don't know if Stauskis was on there or not, but oh, wow. uh, yeah, it's uh what a what a little throwback for those guys who who got to be part of the ride.
0: Yeah, that's it's it's like a like a bullpen in baseball. Like when you're the long release, yeah. you, you you know, you play once every like two <laughs> or three weeks in the playoffs when you're in a game that is decided, but it's a lot of downtime. And those are a lot of downtime together, but that, that, that's they it, played that's a lot great. of
1: three on three in <laughs> right. uh,
0: in practices and, and stuff like that. So, you know, shout out to those guys like it.
1: Like, look, you got to be ready. You know, you never know. But um, yeah, I think I think uh, spots not, eight through 12 can feel a little bit more confident about maybe seeing the floor at times with, with the, in the Missoula
0: era. I have found Malik Fitz. He is with the Ontario Clippers
1: all right uh, all right so he is, i'm all in i sh- if i had known that i probably would have lobbied harder to go to la and right. try to try to sneak in a game with the because at first i thought i thought you were going to say like ontario stampede or something of like some canadian basketball league but uh better better that he's 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 in the g league
0: no it's uh yeah that, he was that was a such a fun story to see his he, <laughs> i hope he's still doing in the g league but he's probably not on the bench much you'd think Ooh, that's a good point
1: maybe there. just air guitars on the court yeah, it
0: <laughs> 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 just breaks into it um all right i think that's about it that's all i got yeah that's all um, i got too i mean I'm,
1: no. I'm, I'm, I'm i mean it's 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 weird we're not used to extra days off during the season because of it's this nice team, so it's,
0: yeah it's, it's I, been a
1: while i i would i would have liked to practice just if rob was going to be out there but yeah beggars can't be choosers we'll get the podcast right. instead
0: get the podcast instead um all right make sure you are Following Chris Forsberg. Follow the Celtics Talk Pod and Celtics Post Up. Is that up tonight or what's that? we did that was, last night, I was last night. night. Oh, thank, that was thank, a Wednesday thank, night. Thank, I'm thanks, sorry. Thank, thanks for watching. It's me usually now. Thursday though. I assumed it's why are they throwing you guys to Wednesday. <laughs> you know, I didn't we had the to, notification yeah, on my back uh,
1: back to back to start the week. We uh, we get pushed all over the map. So uh, yeah, but like
0: maybe it's maybe a replay this week. Go find right? it on YouTube. They it is on YouTube on if YouTube, you want to go watch. There was a good segment. Yeah, some good interviews, always much to watch stuff on there. Um, so again, thanks for hopping on, Chris. Rate review, subscribe to the winning place pod here and buckle in for some bowl bowl. Uh Markel <laughs> Foltz and uh and Aaron Smith and company coming in next yes. week. So it'll be a, a fun big week. Big week at the TD Garden as uh all those guys, maybe Rob Williams is back on the yes. floor. Stay tuned.